Hey everybody, welcome back to the Engineers Express podcast, sponsored by CDPHP. It's Perilous Garris here with another edition. We have the RPI men's basketball team featured in today's show with uh, head coach Mark Gilbride, Mason Memelar, and Johnny Anbazo coming up. Before that, we want to let everyone know that there's some exciting action going on in RPI athletics this weekend with the women's hockey headed to Dartmouth and Harvard, and the men's hockey team is hosting uh, Quinnipiac, who's number four in the country, and Princeton here at the Houston Fieldhouse. Uh, RPI football is headed to the national quarterfinals, where they will take on the number one team in the country in North Central. That's on Saturday at 1 o'clock Eastern, noon Central. Uh, Swimming and diving is headed to its big MIT meet for a three-day event on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, women's basketball also in action against the same two opponents as men's basketball. Engineers are taking on, uh, well, Hobart on the men's side and William Smith on the women's. And then both teams play RIT on Saturday uh, afternoon. Some exciting stuff with though, And track and field also getting underway as well with their first indoor meet of the year. They're also in action next weekend. So look for that as well. Track st- uh, season starting earlier than ever this year. And we'll have uh, all that information. You can find uh, schedules, scores, and stats on rpiathletics.com. And with that, we will jump right in with RPI head coach Mark Gilbride here on The Express. Uh, Joining me on the show is RPI men's basketball coach Mark Gilbride. And uh, first of all, Mark, thanks for coming on and uh, speaking with us today. Thanks for having me, Perry. Excited to be here. Uh, RPI has really, you know, you guys have really played well over the last going back to 2019-20 just want to re- recoup that a little bit for how, for how well you did 20 people you know four, 24 and 7 uh huge winning streak in there school record for all kinds of things wins included uh what was your kind of takeaway after looking back at that season you were able to unlike some of the other teams that you know couldn't continue their season luck luckily or unluckily for you your season did end but uh, just looking back uh, on that season yeah, absolutely. Well, first 24 and 5, so I don't want to add two more losses. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, it was a, you know an unbelievable year. We had the, um, the long 18-game win streak, which uh, uh, was just so much fun to be a part of in the conference tournament here uh, at ECAV for the first time, and uh, great crowds and great student support. And so it was a lot of fun. And then, and then playing in the NSA tournament was a ton of fun. And uh, we, we played a great uh, opening round. Uh, against New England College and, uh, you know, won a, won a really close game. It was a classic NCAA tournament uh, feeling game. Um, you know, and then we lost to a very good Tufts team in the second round um, and ended our season and we had closure and there were, it, was a, it was a sold-out crowd at Tufts. And uh, so really interesting for the teams that, um, that won uh, that weekend that, that their season ended anyway. Um, and so, you know, obviously you always want to win the game and would have loved to have, uh, have beaten Tufts that day, but it, but it did kind of feel like it was a, it was a magical season and we did have, have closure to the, to the end of it. And, uh, so in a weird way, I am, I am grateful for that, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, and we certainly have a number of really good players back from that team, but, uh, that season does feel like a long time ago now. Uh, so we're, we're, we're ready to, to create a whole new story this year. Absolutely, and uh, a bunch of new players on this on this group. I've seen you guys practicing. You've had a few games already. You're four and zero on the year. Um, not a ton of, I guess, challenges. Those will come this weekend. But uh, you know, when you're making the schedule, you don't really have a ton of 
leeway. I know Cobalt Skill was good a couple of years ago when you played him. Uh, you, you you kind of uh, had a real big win against them uh, recently. Uh, so just you know, do you, do you feel like you've you've built up enough for, to be ready for, for some conference games this weekend? I hope so. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, you know, we we played in the Nazareth tournament, which was a good tournament. We ended up with kind of a lopsided victory score wise over Medai, but they yeah. were uh, you know a strong team. They had a couple players out with COVID that day. Um, and so we uh, were able to, to, to kind of pull away and have a nice victory, but it was certainly hard fought. Yeah. And then it was a huge comeback against Nazareth right. to, uh, to to get a one point victory there. So um, so those were some some tough games, and uh, you know all the teams we've played have, have been pretty good, although the you know the scores may not indicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've learned something from each game. We've played teams that have played different styles, whether they've pressed us or pushed the tempo or played some zone. Um, so different things that we've had to deal with. Uh, so that's been great. Um, especially after, you know, 18 months off. Um, and so it was a, a long layoff since we've had, you know, some real practices and games. And uh, so it's nice to, um, to be back at it. And everybody's learning a lot. We had two classes that have never played uh, college basketball before, both our freshman and sophomore class. And then uh, some, some very good returning players, but hadn't played in a while. Um, so uh, what's been nice is we've been able to, to win those first four games while we're learning. Um, and so it's it's uh, we were going to learn either way, but it's always nice to 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 come out victorious while you're learning. Um, so you know I think we're in a pretty good spot. Everybody's working hard, and we're we're ready and excited for conference play. But now uh, you know we're going to play some very good teams, and we'll see how we stack up. Uh, this group, I know you returning All American and and Patrick Mahoney uh, it was big for him to come back, but also some guys that you know that really improved over their freshman year, like a Johnny Bazo who. You know, came in was a little, maybe a little tentative, but by the league tournament, he was one of your better players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, uh, John Young, Bazo, and Will Rubin have both been starting for us um, at the first four games and have uh, have played well. And uh, they both had big uh, freshman years for us uh, two years ago, and it's been nice to see um, that growth now as their uh, their second year of college basketball, but they're juniors, and so their growth in terms of uh, maturity and experience and uh, uh, physical strength and all of it, um, it you know, has, has been great to see. And they've certainly worked hard to, to, to be ready to embrace those roles. So excited for, for the years that those guys will have. Um, you know, Brian Kelly is a guy that is coming off the bench for us right now, who was a freshman two years ago, um, who who didn't get a lot of time, who right now is playing a lot. And so he's really kind of growing into that role, too. So, uh, you know, it's always nice to see guys uh, take that next step, whether that's from uh, you know, going from playing a little to uh, playing a major role or from not playing to uh, earning playing time. Um, it, it's fun to see that improvement and see that reward. Uh, Eric Kempfe, who was your assistant coach a couple years ago and, and you know helped you obviously in all, all facets of the game he he gets a head coaching role uh, at Alfred um, you bring in coach Holmes here uh, you know what has that kind of transition been like I know all coaches are different and what they bring to the table yeah well first just so uh, excited for uh, for coach Kempfe. Uh you know Eric did a great job for us uh, really recruited some great players that was a terrific mentor to players coached well in practice I enjoyed working with him he's a close friend so um, happy that he got the opportunity he did and he's doing a great job at Alfred 
Um, and then Coach Holmes stepping in has just done a terrific job. It's like we haven't missed a beat. He, you know, he, he had a great experience at SUNY Oswego and did a lot of really good work there with from recruiting to administrative work to on-the-court coaching to scouting opponents. And so, you know, it's been for him just a matter of learning how we do it. But uh, in terms of, of what to do and how hard you have to work and his knowledge of the game and his, and his feel for working with, with the players and all that stuff, uh, he, he's just jumped right in and been terrific. So uh, we've been really fortunate to, uh, to, have, to have him. Are you happy with the progression that this program's made? I guess you're, no coach is ever satisfied, right? You always want to take that next step or whatever that next step may be. But from when you took over uh, to you know, a couple 500 seasons, making the playoffs and then making a long run, you didn't get the league title that maybe you were looking for at the end of the trip, but uh, that journey last year, but you did make the NCAA. So is that something you're looking at as a next step here? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, it's been great to see the, the, the progress of the program in terms of, um, you know, just being more competitive and being able to play uh, with the, with the top teams in the league and hopefully the top teams in the country. Um, and uh, so, so that's been awesome. Um, and, and that's where we want to be. We want to be one of the best teams in the country and have a, have a chance to compete for a national championship. Uh, are we that this year? I have no idea. Uh, so we, you know, we're four games in. I think we're, we've, we've played decently so far, but we have, we have a long way to go to try to get to that level. So we just got to, got to stick with it and keep getting a little bit better each day. Uh, do, do coaches like yourself, do you feel like you have to adjust some of the things you want to do offensively? based on your personnel or do you try to you know not necessarily change the the way people play but kind of kind of push them in a certain direction I guess offensively great question uh so we have an offensive style and an offensive system so and the benefit to that is that you hope that the players become experts at it over their four years and that that allows them to then really uh, learn things inside and out and then be able to read the defense and react and, uh, and, and create out of, out of sort of a structure that they're familiar with and become really good at over their four years. That being said, I think you always have to have the flexibility to have wrinkles within that and change things each year to uh, play to the strengths of each uh, unique attributes of the, the group of student athletes you have. So we try to do a little bit of both, um, but we certainly have a, have a style of play that I think our guys um, embrace and get really good at and, and, uh, and really hopefully become experts at over, over their four years at RPI. Do you see yourself as an offensive or defensive coach? I know you guys stress defense all the time and it's, it's important to how you guys were successful two years ago, but do you, do you feel like that you've, you have a certain area where you are you know, stronger in, or is it just you're a basketball coach and where the team succeeds is based on really the players and how well they perform? Yeah, it's another really good question, Perry. You know, I, we, we certainly, we were a great defensive team two years ago, and that was a huge part of our success. I, I think that the, your, the way you play needs to, to complement each other. So if you're, if you're trying to play great defense, then you need to take good shots and you need to make sure you're not turning the ball over so that you put your defense in a good position to succeed. Uh, if you play great defense and you can um, disrupt people and cause some turnovers, miss shots, it also hopefully leads to some transition opportunities offensively. So we try to have the two things complement each other. Um, you know, I think it's I don't necessarily stress defense or offense. You know, I stress team. So we try to play great team defense 
and we try to play great team offense. So that to me means uh, you know a lot of help side and guys really working as a team to to get stops together at the defensive end. And then, you know, a lot of passing, and we're always one of the uh, league leaders in assists and assist to turnover ratio, and it means a lot of nice ball movement at the offensive end. So really what we try to stress is those same principles at both ends of the court, and, and that's, what we, that's what we try to be about. When I see you guys on the floor in the middle of the day, and you're working out some kind of – are you working on a, a, a play or a type of scenario that you're, like, philosophically, you and Coach Holmes, are you, are you working on something specific, or is it just you're out there – on the floor, because just two of you, I see other, and you, you and Eric used to do it all the time, all the time too. What, what are you guys discussing there? If you can talk. So about yeah, that. so when it's just me and Coach Holmes on the floor, yes, and, yes. and it looked like we've lost our mind when yes. we were, at, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we're usually running through some, some, some specific stuff. So what we've done at that point is, you know, we've discussed things in the office, and you know, on, on the whiteboard, and we've drawn up how we, how we're going to cover something defensively, or, or how we're going to put in a new wrinkle or play offensively. Um, or how we're going to run a drill or whatever. And, uh, and then, but there's nothing like going out on the court and kind of rehearsing it. And so we're, we're out on the court and we're playing all five positions and we're, you know, talking about, well, cut here and you got to set this cut up this way and take two steps that way and cut the other, you know, rip the ball through this way. And, mm-hmm. or on defensively, we're jumping to the ball or getting around this way. And so we're kind of all acting it out. So, uh, yeah, if we've looked like we lost our minds, that's, uh, that's what we're, that's what we're doing is hopefully getting ready to, to, to give our best in practice. We don't want, when we get to practice, we don't want it to be the first time we've tried to teach something. And so we kind of rehearse it on each other. And then, uh, and then when we get to practice, hopefully we teach it a little bit better. That's cool. I like that. Uh, lastly, I just want to talk about, because I'm going ha- I'm to I'm talk to a couple of players too for this. And it's going to be interesting what they have to say about you guys and what you've been able to do. But, uh, you know, at the end of the, by the end of last season, which was 2019-20, you guys had some of the biggest crowds we've ever had in here. And I know that you know, it was it was really mostly student based, which is good to see. But you can't have currently any fans. Hopefully, that changes in the spring semester. But uh, you know, is it you know, first of all, how fun was that to get RPI basketball and the excitement behind it from the student base? But also, you know, you know, how do you look to kind of create that energy when there isn't as much I many people in the crowd? Yeah, you know, I think. First of all, our, in our first home game, we've had one home game so yeah. far. It was against SUNY Skill. And what's been really awesome, I think, is that because we're not a- allowed to have outside spectators, I think the teams in particular have been very cognizant of coming to each other's games and supporting each other. And so I know we had... Uh, several teams and a lot of student athletes at our opening home game. Um, we had some other students as well, and that was awesome. And they were vocal, and uh, they made the game a, a lot of fun. And I know our team has tried to do that for other teams as well. And so it, it's just been a really nice thing to see for RPI athletics in general. Um, and so, it, and it certainly was a huge part of uh, I think making it a fun atmosphere in our first game. And so, the, even though the crowd was maybe smaller than it normally would have been, it was it was very vocal and fun crowd, and and, and made it and made it great. Um, that being said, you know, you, you can't, that can't be where you draw your energy. Right. Um, you know, you've got to be ready to play and be focused on, um, doing what you have to do well and playing against your opponent. And, uh, I imagine that when we play Hobart and RIT this weekend, they will be excited and fired up to beat us, whether there's uh, zero people in the stands or, you know, a thousand people in the stands. And so, uh, we, we need to have that, that energy and focus if we, if we want to be successful. All right, Mark Gilbert, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks a lot for having me, Perry. Uh, joining me on the show now is uh, Mason Memelar and Johnny Ongbazo from the RPM men's basketball team. And uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us, Perry. It's thanks, nice Perry. to be here. Awesome. Uh, you guys, uh, 4-0 to start the season. 
we thought a good time to have men's basketball on was right before the Liberty League starts. Uh, what have you thought first, uh, Mason, of your first four games? You know, a tight one in there, but a couple of games where you got a chance to get some of the younger guys into the game. Um, it's really nice to be on the floor. It's uh, It's been a long time, and we're glad to be back, and we're, we're fitting together well. We're figuring it out step by step, and we're excited for this big weekend to come up. Johnny, uh, you guys, you got the, the one-point game, you had a big comeback in your, your tournament that you played. Uh, you know, what has this been like for you? Obviously, you you improved a lot during your freshman year two years ago, uh, but to get a chance to be, you know, one of the one of the real leaders on this team this year. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, being an older guy now is a lot more responsibility, and also I've gathered a lot more experience, and I've learned a lot more about what we do in our program and all, all of our concepts and stuff so I just think you know being an older guy now and having that experience is really going a long way uh for you guys uh, the league starts this weekend you, you're coming off of a you, you doubled up uh, uh Cobleskill who they were you no know, they gave you guys a run a couple of years ago when you played you had a couple of games against them uh what did that game say first uh, Mason about how you guys have come along and you know what have some of the younger guys shown early in the season um, I definitely think we know how to stay together as a team through the ups and downs and just stay true to what we do. And then it's also great to have the younger guys get into a game early in the season and give them that exposure so they're ready to go at any point. And I just think it's to continue winning. We love it. Yeah, just like May said, it's great to get the younger guys that exposure. And it's great to just to show everyone how, how deep this team is, you know, 1 through 17, I think. We all we're all good players, and younger guys are keeping that up as well. Uh, just going back quickly because I know I talked to, to Mark, uh, Coach Gilbert, about this. Uh, the 2019-20 season, kind of you know a, a blessing. You guys do go out, and it's tough. You're obviously going out to to Tufts in in that uh, NCA game, but at the same time, your season would have ended anyway. So how do you guys kind of kind of cope with that or deal with that fact? Do you feel like it was? You know, it was it was a great season and a great run, and uh, kind of leave it at that. Or how, how do you feel about when the pandemic ended the college basketball season, Mace? Um, it was definitely disappointing. Um, obviously, our season was ended not due to the pandemic, but due to the loss. So that was upsetting. And then it's just overall in the terms of D three basketball, it's tough to see other teams that we might compete with in years four. They didn't get the opportunity to show them, and if we were to play them, we never know where they would have really ended that year. Johnny, your season ended, uh, you know, twenty four and, and five. Great year, but you know, just the way the college basketball scene and kind of the world kind of stopped after that week. Yeah, it was it was definitely kind of weird just having the season end and then we just went straight home right after that because we all got sent home basically the the next week. But yeah, it was kind of the end of the season, kind of marked the end of the year for us. Which was kind of, I was looking forward to my second semester freshman year, but never got that. Uh, what have you guys? What did you guys do? Uh, we'll start with Johnny this time. During the pandemic, did you get a chance to shoot a ball around anywhere or, or back home or anything? I was shooting until it got too cold out. Started and none of the the indoor courts that I was that I've been playing at growing up were really open. Or maybe I I just did. I ended my membership and all that stuff. Yeah. So I wasn't really doing much. I started lifting a little bit. But other than that, when it got cold out, I wasn't playing that much ball. Yeah, which is bad. Uh, yeah, the same as Johnny. Uh, I think me, myself, and the rest of the team, a lot of us got into uh, lifting weights, which helped us a lot in the off season to put on some muscle. And then 
But now that we're back and playing a lot of basketball, I think we're putting that together. Uh, you guys have I've been practicing for about over a month now, a couple weeks into the season. You're 4-0. Is there anything that you guys have seen? I know it's a completely new group, and uh, do, you, do you see let, so that this team is, is better at certain things than, than, than last year? Not, not to compare them necessarily, but just do you feel like you guys have improved in some areas that, that even the team two years ago didn't have that kind of skill? Um, yeah, to start off, I, now that we have uh, two years, two classes, excuse me, of people who've been through the Liberty League, been to the NCAA tournament, and they know what it takes day in and day out, it's great to have that. Uh, exposure and now we could pass it on to the younger generations that have come through so everyone knows what mindset and what physical uh, work it takes to get there. Yeah like Mike said uh, the class of 23 and 22 are coming back with a lot of experience from two years ago and with this roster being really deep just letting the knowledge disseminate to the, the younger mm -hmm. kids so I think it's gonna go a long way for the, for the depth of this team. I talked to Mark about this, but you know, without having outside fans here, you guys are kind of relying on your student, your classmates from other sports teams. I know you guys have been at all kinds of other games supporting them. Uh, what does it mean to see, even against Cobalt Skill, you had you know about 50, 60, they're they're being loud for you. Um, I would just say the culture in general. You know, knowing that your parents can't be there and other people outside the facilities and outside of RPI can't be there, it brings that like that pride to all the teams around that we should be there for each other at the minimum. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see that turnout on Tuesday, even <laughs> especially right before Thanksgiving, too. Yeah. But like May said, I feel like the sports culture at this school has really strengthened since the pandemic. And it's just great to see teams supporting each other. You know, the, the football guys, I know they're headed out to Chicago for the quarterfinals. I'm sure you're following that as well. Uh, what is it, how cool is it to see other sports succeeding as you guys did, as soccer did in 2019-20. Uh, go ahead, Johnny. Just to see your, your your classmates and your and your friends having success on and off the field. Yeah, it's awesome seeing some of my friends out there, but it also sets the bar for us. We know <clears throat> we have a lot of respect for what these other teams have accomplished, but we feel like we could we could follow in their lead. That's what we hope to do. Yeah, I would, to uh, continue on that, it's nothing better than congratulating someone when you walk into class on a good win over the weekend and them doing the same for you. I just feel like we all go through the same stuff, whether we're playing with a football or basketball or soccer ball, or et cetera. At the end of the day, we're all working hard on something we love. Does seeing the success that soccer, uh, men's soccer had or that football had, you know, knowing that they had the same issues with the pandemic and not being able to use the weight room and not being able to meet even, you know, or play anything. Does that give you guys, I guess, a little bit of hope that you can have similar success? Because it's a little bit of an unknown, right? Like, how are we going to come out of this pandemic physically, you know, but also just mentally and being able to have some success, Johnny? Yeah, it was definitely, there was definitely question marks all over regarding, uh, like, our, how much, what shape we're in coming into the season and just our overall skill level from being off for two years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely seeing these other teams and their success and seeing some of them in the weight room here and there definitely inspires us. Yeah, I would, I would agree with everything yeah. Johnny's saying. <laughs> it, it's great to see that they can accomplish after all these all this time off. And, yeah. But now it kind of puts a, a target <laughs> on our back and we're hoping to 
put out the same that they did and have great success. I mean, the Liberty League is usually it's so tight in basketball. You guys had a great run, I think, 18 straight wins last year, or 2019-20. Um, tough to replicate that, of course. Your goals can't necessarily be, we want to do exactly what the last year's team did, right? But what are some things that Coach has talked about and you guys have talked about as making this a successful year? Yeah, we like to, we like to take it one game at a time, but I know a lot of the guys are – our unspoken goal starts at you know winning the Liberty League, mm-hmm. and which you did not necessarily do last time, when right? We got we got won there. the regular season championship right. two years ago, lost in the championship in overtime, right? Yeah, so Ithaca, yeah, yeah. Ithaca. You beat Union. That yeah. that was one of the more exciting games. We'll get to that in a second, but yeah, just that didn't quite reach that point. You did make the NCAA's, which mm-hmm. obviously you can you can kind of overlook winning the league, but that has to be something in the back of your guys' mind. Yeah, so obviously we have our long-term goals, which would be getting to the playoffs, winning the Liberty League, you know. Everyone wants to win the NCAA <laughs> tournament at the end sure. of the year. But we, like Johnny said, it's game by game, it's practice by practice, and our goal is just to improve every day. Whether it's a win or a loss, you have to take something from that and improve as a team. Uh, getting back to that, and the league tournament, first time I think we've hosted here, uh, semifinals and final, um, what was that experience like? Because we didn't get a lot of chance to talk about it because the season kind of You go off to the NCAAs, there's things you're worried about. Getting a chance to kind of reflect on that, you had a long time to do it, right? Maybe too much time. Uh, but, you know, Johnny, that was your first taste of a college basketball in, at this level. And that building, I've never seen it more full, ECAV, for that semifinal win against Union. What was that? You made some big shots in that game, too, if I remember right. Yeah, that was an, that was an electric atmosphere, one of, the, one of the most electric I've played in. It just felt good, you know. That was our third time playing Union, third time beating them. I believe it was our second time beating them by twenty or something like that. But it was it was a tight game in the it second was a tight half. Game. They you know they had a foul and things like that. But yeah, just just the having those fans like literally right behind you for a lot of that game. Yeah, there's, there's the sixth man, so to speak, for us. Um, looking back on it, obviously. We were, were hoping to cut down that net at the end of it, but <laughs> yeah. it, it was great to see the arena full and have people come out for us, and that's at the end of the day, that's why we play the game, to have that adrenaline and have everyone behind us and show what we've been working so hard at. Well, hopefully by the end of this season, and you guys will you know hopefully be hosting again, we'll be able to have fans in the arena. That's obviously something that hopefully we, we, we can get done. But before I let you guys go, I just want to ask you about you know, this upcoming you know, season and the upcoming weekend uh, with uh, you, the, the league games are always so tight. What what is the what usually is the difference in between a win and a loss, whether it be home or a road in the conference, do you think? I'd say at home or even on the road, it's right. a matter of for the Saturday game, it's a matter of who could, you know, maintain that level of focus that they had from the night before and also take care of their bodies and feel good. But say for the Friday night game, it's important just you know logging into the game. Usually those games have a lot of fans because they're the weekend and it's the uh, night. Mm-hmm. Just making sure you stay focused on. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Friday it's a tough mental aspect to go from school to a game. Yep, you gotta really switch what you're thinking, and then like Johnny said, you gotta just fight through that game. And games in the Liberty League, it's it's a dogfight. You gotta be outlast the other guy day in and day out. Awesome. Well, uh, Johnny and Mason, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, we look forward to you know another successful year of uh, men's basketball here at RPI. Thank you, Perry. Thanks, Perry.